0: Welcome to Bundesliga Recap. Recap. I will be recapping match day 5. Uh, the first game of the week was between Dortmund and Hoffenheim, which Dortmund won 1-0. Marco Royce got the goal in the 16th minute. And Dortmund had, I would say, what is probably a pretty comfortable victory. There wasn't a whole lot attacking in this game. If you look at the expected goals, both teams had under 1. Uh, Dortmund did have 15 shots. Only 5 were on target, though. Hoffenheim only had two on target, so it wasn't a whole lot. Uh, Marius Wolf played very well in this game for Dortmund at left-back. That was uh, something to point out. Modest played okay up front, but still, he's having trouble scoring goals for Dortmund. A little bit weird, since he found it very easy to score with Cologne. He's just adjusting to a new team, I would presume. But other than that, wasn't a whole, le- a whole lot in this game. It wasn't a super eventful, I would say, um, match overall. Bino Gittens goes out with an injury in the 44th minute, so we'll see how long he's out for. But overall, not a huge eventful game. What Going into an, a game that was a lot more eventful, 3-2 Freiburg over Leverkusen. Leverkusen continue to struggle. They're in 14th place with only one win and four losses. So it's really been disappointing from them. Uh, so Leverkusen opened the scoring with Demmerbay in the 16th minute. Then Ginter scores in the 48th. Gregory scores in the 41st. Schick equalizes in the 65th. But then Rito Doan in the 72nd scores the winner. And it was a culmination of a lot of things. But the one of the biggest things that happened was Schick getting his first goal this season. Which is, he's been at a rough start. Gregorich continues to play well with his third goal. He has also has an assist. Grifo gets an assist. He's got three goals, one assist also. Ginter gets his second goal of the season. He's been quite good um, offensively. And then Ritsu Doan, who comes in at halftime, uh, gets his second goal, and proving why he should be uh, a starter. But we'll see hudson Adoy comes on for Leverkusen and gets an assist. That's a big name that has uh, recently come to Bayern Leverkusen. Um, that's a huge deal. It's just a lone deal, but it's a huge deal for Leverkusen to have him on their team as he is a pretty popular player in England. But overall, it's really disappointing for Leverkusen. But from a Freiburg perspective, the start of the season really couldn't have gone any better. They've got four wins, one loss, and they're, and they're leading the table right now. So, I really don't think, as a Freiburg fan, they can complain at all. Their team has played uh, amazing. Grifo's been unreal. Gregovic has been unreal. Ginter's been unreal. And Flecken has been outstanding as well. So, overall, and he's had three clean sheets. So, overall, it's quite a good team. And they're playing a stellar, um, unlike Leverkusen. Bayern tie Union 1-1. This is the second Tie in a row for Bayern. Quite disappointing. Geraldo Becker scores in the 12th minute. Kimmich equalizes three minutes later. And that would be all the offense for the rest of the game. Bayern dominated. 1.5 expected goals to Union 0. 0.27. Union only had two shots on target. Bayern had six. But Bayern had 21 shots. And just they weren't going in. It was a great goal from Kimmich but really it's 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 kind of a fluke goal like it's not going to happen a lot so a little bit concerning that Bayern's just drawn two games in a row at 1-1 so that's that's a little bit concerning just cuz now they've dropped to third i don't i think they'll still win the league but the offense has been figured out a bit cuz now they've only scored two games and two goals in the last two Bundesliga games so that's a little bit disappointing from them Overall, Mane was good. Sané I didn't feel like got into the match that well. Neither did Coman or really Musiala even. Um, I don't like Müller coming off the bench. I really think he should be starting for this team. He's been important for this team since forever. He got to the first team in 2008. And he's got 228 goals since with so many assists. I don't understand why he's coming off the bench. That's just my opinion. I, I really don't think... Uh, maybe he was dealing with some knock or they didn't want they want to limit his minutes, but I still think he needs to be playing every minute for them in the Bundesliga just because how valuable he is to that team. Stuttgart won. Schalke won. Friedrich for Schalke scores in the 18th minute. Titterow again, three minutes later, scores the equalizer. And it's a huge, huge point for both teams. Uh, Stuttgart, this is only their fourth point. They've had four draws, so Stuttgart have only lost once, but they also haven't won. So they they're big, they're big. The best team they've drawn was Leipzig, but they also just can't get a win, which is disappointing. But at least they're getting some points, although three oh, one win counts is the same as three draws, so that's a little bit disappointing. Silas Uh Kupinatumbo gets hit an assist, so that's good for them, and then Uh. Chris Friedrich gets his first uh, goal for this Bundesliga season. Uh, they also dealt with a red card. Stuert did in the seventy-six minute. Uh, Joshua Van Golen gets a red card, so kind of put them at a disadvantage for most of the for the rest of the game. And I mean, that's a bit disappointing. Just when you look at the um, when you look at the stats, um. St- Schalke dominated the last second half, and I'm guessing that's probably mostly why. But Titoro gets um, his first goal of the Bundesliga, and that's really good. He's been in the Bundesliga before, and he's also struggled in the Bundesliga before. So he's, he's, he's had many since in the Bundesliga, and he's had uh, a bunch of fails. So we'll see if he can turn around this season. It hasn't started so well, but it's a good sign that he does get a goal here. But overall, Schalke did dominate the game, had way more expected goals, although the shots were pretty even, Um, and actually Schalke had less shots on target than uh, Stuttgart, but the chances Schalke were creating were very high quality, very good chances that they really should have put away and won this game. But it's soccer, and that's just what happens. Vedder Bremen, again, leave it late, and again, win. 2-0 to Vedder Bremen over Bochum, and Bochum are really in trouble. Bocaum right now are in 18th place with five losses. Last year, they were so good. They were stingy on defense, and they had a lightning attack, and this year it just hasn't looked at good at all. So we'll see if they can stay up in the Bundesliga. I think they're my prediction to be 18th right now, and I don't think anyone can argue that. But I want to spend a moment to talk about um, Fulkeru, who gets a brace, 86-minute, and then 90-plus second minute on a penalty. He gets two goals in this one to add to his five goals in the season. Tied for the most in the Bundesliga. He's been outstanding. Veteran um, Bremen, their expected goals were at two, and Schal- or, Bre- or Bochum's were at uh, under one. So, I mean, Veteran Bremen did deserve to win this game, but overall it was a great performance um, and a great three points on the road. So that's exactly what you want as a Bremen fan. You'll take these three points because Bremen just need to survive, and so far they've got two wins, two losses in a, or two wins, two draws, and a loss. So they've got eight points, and they're in eighth place, and that's fantastic. That's exactly where they'll take they'll take being there any day of the week. So that's great for them. Good start, and then a shock game. I think I'm just shocked by how many goals Cologne scored. They score four goals. Wolfsburg scored two, but. I just want to sh- like look how up and down this Cologne offense is. So they obviously their biggest thing is they lose Modeste. The first game, um, they play. They don't. They have. They haven't had Modeste at all this season. They w- They score three goals and they score two. Then they score one. Then they score zero. Then they score four. So like you think they're struggling without Modest, then they score four. So it's like, I really can't figure this out. One of them was an own goal, but Lubatic and Kainz and Adamian score. And I and Kainz had a brilliant match. He gets two, goal, or two assists and a goal, and he's been very good this season. Adding to that total, now he has uh, two goals and three assists, and he could be a real key player for them. But, I mean, overall, I just don't know how obtainable this goal scoring is for them. They 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 played better than Wolfsburg. They played him off the pitch, in my opinion. Five shots on target to Wolfsburg's three, but I mean just the chances uh Colm were getting and kind of just a useless possession that Wolfsburg was having. So a little bit disappointing from them, although they do get uh two goals, most notably from Lucas Nementia. That's his uh Uh, second and third goals of the season. So he's been good for Wolfsburg, but overall, the Wolfsburg season has gone very, very poorly as they're sitting in 17th with two points from two draws. So again, another team without a win. Very disappointing. Uh, Then you go to Frankfurt v v Leipzig, and this was another disappointing game. Leipzig just get trashed. Frankfurt get four goals, and I don't know what is going on with Daichi Kamada. But he's got three goals in four matches. Three goals in four matches. Last season, he had four goals in the entire season. And he played quite a few minutes. He played over 2,000 minutes and only got four goals. And then in this season, he's played 287 minutes and he's got three goals. So either he's really turned it around or his luck's favoring him. And by his expected goals, he's getting a little bit lucky. But honestly, he's been pretty good. So I really don't know why he's playing so well right now, but it's a huge bonus for Frankfurt. And then Kolo Manawi, he gets two assists in this game, and he's really been the revelation for Frankfurt. I mean, Daichi Kamena improving is insane, but Kolo Manawi gets 12 goals, four assists last year in Ligue 1. And then Bundesliga, I would say, is obviously a step up from Ligue 1, but he's already got two goals, four assists, the same amount of assists he got in League 1 last year. So he needs to increase his goal his goals, but right now his assists are making up for it. He's got more goals than or goal contributions than games. So and I, I think that's and that's obviously remarkable. Tuta gets a goal, Road gets a goal, and Santos Barrer comes off the bench, he gets a penalty goal. That's his first goal of the season. He's been quite disappointing. But when you have Kolo Manawi um as your other center or as your other striker, I don't think you're gonna have any complaints. Hertha Berlin 2, Augsburg 0. Luca Bacchio and Richter, Richter get two get the goals. And I mean, Donny Luca Bacchio is the only attacker Hertha Berlin has. He's he's got two goals, one assist on the season. And from a team that has only scored four goals. I mean, how good is Luca Bacchio? Ben has got the other, one of the other goals and then Richter obviously's got the other one. So, I mean, you can count on one hand how many goals Hertha Berlin have. So the fact that Luka Baku's got half of them and an assist, remarkable. I, th- I he should definitely be on a better team. He's also 24, so he's still young, and I really don't re- see a reason why he can't be. In, why he should he shouldn't be in a better team. So hopefully, either in January or June, he gets a good transfer to a team he deserves to play on. And Wilford Kenganga is just so puzzling to me. He was so good at young boys. Like, so good. Last year, he had 12 goals, 4 assists, but he only started 16 games and was getting a goal every 132 minutes. So, like, he was so good. I don't know what happened and why it's just not happening for him. At uh, Heather Berlin, maybe it's a step up in level and he's just not fit for it, but I don't know. The defense plays very well. Pinhart gets an assist and was the man of the match. But overall, I think disappointing from Augsburg. Lack of attack. Really nothing going forward. Just just so disappointing for them overall for the season. And they have now moved on. Ricardo Pepe on loan to FC Gronin. We'll see how he comes back. If he can come back for Augsburg next season, that might be good. But they could be going down. Because right now they're in 16th place. So they're not looking too hot right now either. Mainz win a 1-0 game against Gladbach. Karakul, in the 55th minute, gets the goal. But it was a really costly error from uh, from Gladback that gives up this. Uh, uh, Ko Ikatara, who's played so well this season, gets a red card. And off of that free kick, Karakul scores. A beautiful free kick. But, I mean, overall, just super disappointing from Ikatara, who's played so well this season. He really, really has. And, I mean, that's just disappointing. But overall, big points for Mainz. They're in fifth. They've got three wins on the season and a draw, so that's very positive for them. Gladbach—it's been an up and down season for them, even just in the five games: two wins, two draws, and a loss. But I mean, they—they they did. I mean, they've done some crazy things, like they drew—they drew Bayern, and then the next day they lose to Mainz. The next match day, they've drawn Schalke, and they've beat Hertha Berlin, and they've beat Hoffenheim. So if you really don't know what Gladbach is going to turn up. So, that's a very interesting thing. Uh, just want to go over the top scores. Just give a quick thing on that. Charlotte Becker's been so impressive. Him and um, Jordan Fock or Sabichu, whatever he prefers to be called right now. I think it's Sabichu. He's been very good, though. that partnership. Jordan Sabichu's got two assists, two goals. He's injured, though. He won't return until uh, later September. But focusing on Sharda Becker, he's been so good. He's got five goals and add to that two assists. Nicholas Crew joins him on the top of the list with Christopher and Cuckoo getting third with four goals. And then assists, it's Kolo Manawi with four. But overall, just because the transfer window has wrapped up, um, Amin Hari uh, goes on loan from Shalka to Marseille. Uh, Lucius Bayer from Gladback to Burnley. Um, Aster Venerekov from Wolfsburg to Milan, so there were some decent um, transfers that uh, did happen over the like the last stretch, and then another one that was kind of big is PSG give up to Leipzig Amundailo, uh, center back. We'll see if that how how that plays out. Julian Weigel goes from Benfica to Gladbach, so that's another piece for Gladbach to add. Stefan Posh goes to Bologna. And then Christoph Piontek goes to Salernitana from of uh, Berlin, and then the one that shocked me the most was Manuel and Kanji going from Dortmund to City, and I think this is so weird because he wasn't even good enough to start for Dortmund, but Man City pay a fair price of twenty million to get him. So I th- I think that's a kind of a dumb signing for Manchester City, but good business from Dortmund, one of their backup. Center defenders for twenty million. I think they'll take that. Sasha Klychinitz also moves for twenty million to Wolves, and that's disappointing from Stuquer. But Stuquer fans knew that was going to happen, so that's very unfortunate. But it's a good, it's good money. And then Tiangi and Zangu moves from uh, Bayern to Sevilla for eighteen million. So if you're looking at Bayern, they've 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 made it pretty clear they're going to do, um, they're going to go for back four, and this was really smart, I would say, from Bayern. Off one of your players. Yes, he's young. Yes, he could have a great future. But twenty billions, a good decent amount of money. And now you have people that will be more happy because we'll get more playing time. But that'll wrap up this week's Bundesliga recap. Thank you for listening, and as always, have a great day. Bye.